No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. Victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. Let me give you the quick intro while I got the big box. Obviously, NFL Week 1. Um, the NFL's back. There was a lot of crazy stuff going on. There were some blowouts. Um, we got our takes there. We're going to talk Bears. Crazy comeback in the fourth. We'll talk Trubisky. Um, we're going to talk Brady. He struggled. Uh, was it the first game, no training camp, um, playing in New Orleans, or is it a carryover from last year? We'll talk about that. Ravens roll. They look sensational. We'll talk about that. We'll talk all NFL. Then we got to get into the NBA. Bubble bubble playoffs. Game seven tonight. Clippers, Nuggets. Um, how did we get here? How? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even bother watching Sunday. Remember yeah. in the group chat, I yeah. was like, wait, the Clippers lost? I, I was like, this is over with. Yeah. I thought, man. How did we get here? We're gonna talk about that. Big um, Ron chilling with the Vino right Ron now. Ron is Vino <laughs> by the by the pool. Big we'll big talk, glass. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. And then uh we'll give out some salutes um for week one in the NFL. Anything else we want to touch on? Um let's get it going. Big yeah. Nick the quick. What's happening? Oh, man, lovely. It's week lovely. One, what a what a what a weekend. What a Sunday. It's you know what I'm saying? One, I know you, you and I both got up early Sunday to catch uh to catch the Formula One. Shout out our boy Lewis Hamilton. Uh, you know, just win, baby. Just win, baby, all day. <laughs> so got up early, did that, man, and then you know, just really eased into the day. Um, you know, I I didn't think this day was gonna come, man. I didn't think Sunday was gonna happen. You know, I was the biggest, most skeptical person about any of these leagues restarting. So, yeah. Um, shout out to the NFL and their zero positive tests. None. Somehow, somehow, Roger Goodell and them boys have figured, <laughs> out, have figured out what the leaders of the world have not. Nah, they don't got, they don't got no positive hey, tests. Bro. In 30 cities, no positive tests. So, it's all At good, all. man. So, let us know, Roger. Let us in. At um, all, bro. Yeah, okay. What I tell you the other day, I got the same test that uh, Florida and them boys is administering. <laughs> The exactly. SEC testing kit. Exactly, bro. <laughs> false, so, false positive. Um, so yeah, man, it was it was a lovely day though, man. What'd you how was yours? What'd you do? At the crib, um, feet I, up. I literally at the crib, feet up. I got a I got a workout in in the morning. I went out and took a walk. I um got on the Peloton. I've been on that pretty heavy. So I did that. And then I like it was really, really nice out. And the lady was trying to get me to do stuff, and there was like, I'm like, look. I sat on the couch all day and I drank beers from like 1130 <laughs> casually till all. And I had action on Rams Cowboys. Oh, so, so you, had, you had to go through the night. Exactly. So I was sitting there chilling. I, I, I got a sandwich for noon. I had beers at 11. I, I was having beers before I started eating. Me too. So I had beers at 11. I had a sandwich at 12. I watched the bears, obviously kicked it up. Then I watched, then I watched Buck Saints. Ordered a pizza and watched Rams the Cowboys. Love it. Hey, at which at which point did you take your Sunday game nap? 
I'm usually I'm usually second quarter of the second game. Or did you did you make it all the way through? I I, I was good. I know I know that feeling. You know, like this little little doze off. You know you know what it <laughs> you know what it was. It was that the 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 well I had action on Saints Bucks and okay. that was such a good game. It was a very you intriguing had to, you had to matchup. Power through it. Yeah, I had to. I had to make sure I was good and watch yeah. that. So if I, it was, if I go uh, too heavy on the bruise during the first game, that yeah, that second game, yeah. I take the little. I call it the second quarter stretch. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I didn't go too crazy. <laughs> I probably had like I probably had like six or seven beers throughout the whole day, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't anything too crazy. Right, before. right. It was back. It was awesome. <clears throat> um, I tweeted out late last night before we get into uh, the Bears that my. Like main NFL week one takeaway is that all the teams that were weak as fuck last year are weak as fuck this year. Yep. Jets are weak as fuck. Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are weak. The Lions are weak. Uh I, I'm not I don't I hate throwing, you know, dirt on the Dolphins because they got a black head coach and a black GM. But they 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 looked weak. Uh where's Tua? Yeah, I think um, we're, yeah, we're good. Stop it with this. Yeah, we're, we're good. Just go ahead. We saw everything you needed to. So many years of this of like not playing the rookie quarterback, it just really blows my mind. Yeah. I don't understand. And you know who benefits from it every year? It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Shout but, out, shout out to him, man. I'd like to see his career Matt earnings. Moore. Ryan Fitzpatrick might have made a hundred million doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so like Matt Castle. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my week one takeaway. Just like I was watching last night, and I'm like, all these teams are weak. Yeah, the Browns weak, weak, super they're, weak, dude. They're weak. They're super so, weak. They might go two and fourteen. <laughs> that, that squad is weak. So that squad is weak, right? Who's the Browns head coach? Um, I don't know. Okay, not Freddie Kitchens. Not Freddie Kitchens. You know, what is, I'm he, is he still is he still is he coaching high school football? What's he doing right now? Freddie Kitchens is counting his money up. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What is he doing? He counting his money up. He's all, doing all that. Not even know what I was doing out there. <laughs> right. He's doing whatever he wants to do. <clears throat> Honestly, man, if I was one of those guys and I coached for not maybe not Freddie Kitchens, but like, and you were still really into coaching and wanted to make an impact, take all those millions, go find a dope ass high school team and let, kick it. No stress. Impact the kids. Build like, a big, build a big ass ranch somewhere in Central right. Texas. <laughs> yeah, you know <what> I mean. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. turn, turn out a bunch of Longhorns. Exactly, man. It just impact <laughs> impact the community. Yep. Like don't, you don't need to be on first take every week getting ripped. No, nah, it's not. Or worth on it. no, or on no catch up getting ripped. It's not worth. It's yeah, not worth it. Take your twenty mil and go, go, go. Relax. Do the Bill Cower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into it. Week one, um, we got to start with the hometown Bears. Uh, and, I'll, and I'm going to get a mic to you. <coughs> the first three we, – we hey, listen, I'll have to do a recap of what happened. The Bears were – it was, what, 23 to 6? Yeah. Going into the fourth. And we were getting smoked. I was ready to turn the game off. Hey, without doubt. Yeah, I was like, there's nothing about this team that says 17 point hey, comeback. Hey, actually, really quick, <laughs> really, yo, like that 17 might as might as well have been a 40 point. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, this is there's just there's 17. How are we gonna get 17 points? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you how is the pick, but we'll get into it. And a little help from Matt Patricia. Yes. Yeah, that guy stinks. Awful. Um. Stealing very, money. Very confident. Yeah. Another. Def yeah. Def definitely a West Texas ranch candidate. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is the this is the thing, right? Let, let, let's just get into it and we'll 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 break it all down. But uh y'all saw what happened. Any NFL, any I know all my Chicago folks saw it. We go into the fourth. We got to make a huge comeback to come back. A huge comeback to come back, and we made the comeback, got the W. Trubisky throws three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Um, and like you said, real quick, I was ready to turn it off. And honestly, I was trying to like Jimmy rig the that the NFL red zone off of a stream, and I couldn't get it to work. So I I couldn't get the I wasn't it wasn't running on the computer. So I had to literally hop on my Xfinity and order the the red zone for the ten dollars a month, like in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, you didn't have the package. I was wondering. I was yeah. like, all you gotta do is log into Xfinity on yeah. the computer. Or okay. or I would have turned it off. Yeah. So I by the second game I had ordered the red zone and I was good. Uh, but yeah, or I would have turned it off. So you had no other options. Yeah, I was. Just yeah, like, there was no. Fo- I, yeah, there, was there was no, no CBS, CBS game. game. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Give me your give me your thoughts on the comeback, the overall game. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, lay it out for me. Yeah, so let's. I mean, let's let's get the negativity out of the way from from the very jump here. Obviously, overall, if you look at that game, um, does not bode well for our future. I think you can't rely on what happened in the fourth quarter to happen again. Um, you know, I think from a defensive standpoint, I was really concerned about the pass rush, the lack of pass rush, the lack of Khalil Mack. Where is that pressure going to come from? Seemed like Stafford had a lot of time um, to kind of do whatever he wanted to. So that was concerning. Um, offensively, obviously, for three and a half quarters, just nothing, um, especially from the quarterback position. There were times that he looked worse than last year, right? There were times that just looked like a quarterback that just didn't improve anything on his accuracy, anything on his touch. He's still overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys. He threw maybe two or three near interceptions, balls that had every right to be picked off and taken back to the house. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, that to me was the the two big negatives, the lack of pass rush and Mitch Trubisky overall. What I did like is, hey, man, the offensive line looked good. That was one of my biggest, biggest key concerns of the Bears coming in this year was there was a lot of talk about the quarterback, a lot of talk about everything else. But one of the biggest problems that we had last year was our inability to run block and pass block. And I thought that those guys did a great job. So shout out the new offensive line coach. Um, so far, so good. Then we got to the fourth quarter, man. Um, look, I'm critical of Mitch. You're critical of Mitch. The whole town is critical of Mitch. Um, but you cannot sit here and say that he didn't do what was necessary to win the game. Obviously, we got some help on the missed field goal. We got some help on the pick, um, all those things. But he took advantage of those opportunities. He threw an absolute strike to Anthony Miller. Absolute strike to Javon Wims um, and operated with a lot of urgency, man. Like, I, I can't knock it. Now, if you want to nitpick, you can say, hey, he was playing against the Lions, like, six-string quarterback, cornerback, because they had lost all their DBs on an already atrocious defense. So I don't even know where the Lions had found some of these guys that they were playing with the other day because this is the true bottom of the barrel of NFL defensive backs. But, again, man, that, that's out of his control, right? All he could do at that point in the game was control what he can control. And he absolutely 100% did it. Um, but I am not ready to turn that around and be like, yo, Mitch Trubisky has turned the corner. Absolutely not. No way. Um, you can't rely on that happening every week. But I'm, I'm going to take my head off to him, man. I got to give him credit. He did exactly what you needed to. To your point, I thought that game was over. Um, when the fuller pick happened, that's when I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this, this might be something. And again, he took advantage of it, man. But he's still ass. 
<laughs> you got as you gonna close it. Yeah. You gonna close it well, like that. I don't want. I don't want because I feel like the narrative for some people because there are some people who really and it's not that we want him to fail, but there are people who like disproportionately want him to succeed. And obviously we do. Like if he succeeds, the team succeeds. But they're gonna say like, hey, this is a turning point. Look at the resiliency. Look at the bounce back. This isn't the first time we've seen him kind of bounce back late in the game and have some huge plays, right? He's done. He did this last year too. But you can't play terrible for 75% of the game um, at the quarterback position and then all of a sudden, you know, turn around and have us change how it is. It's not like a a basketball player having, you know, a bad shooting for three quarters and getting hot in the fourth. It's a little bit different when you're playing quarterback. We should have won. We should have been winning that game. Let me let me start by saying this. We. People always think no matter what, that we're hating on Mitch Trubisky or we're hating on no matter what. I, I You know what I hear a lot like when I talk to the Trubisky truthers or I'm on Twitter going back and forth with people is that no matter what he does, you guys just don't like him and you think this and that. He comes back and wins. You guys have something to say. He does. He, he plays a good game. It's not good enough. Listen, the reason we were in a position to be down 23 to 6 is because that was some of the worst football I've seen from Mitch Trubisky in a in a slew of bad football. I am not going to praise a guy for digging out of a hole that he dug for himself. He's digging out of a hole. Dude, that was some of the worst football I've ever seen in the first three quarters on the offensive end. I'm going to tell you this. Absolutely nothing has changed for me with Mitch Trubisky. All the things that were question marks coming into the year for the first three quarters of the game were question marks. It was like, bro, this is, bro, I thought they were going to put Foles in at halftime. Like, this is exactly what, this is exactly what we don't want to happen. His footwork is terrible. It breaks down. Anytime he gets any type of pressure, his footwork breaks down. He's fading away on balls. His accuracy is not there. And these are, these are not new stories, right? Yeah. So, like, that's fine. Um, Like you said about last year, I do think it's interesting that it seems like when they're down and he just has to kind of go out and do whatever, he plays better. And it, 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 and it, like, this is that shit where you go back and look at the numbers and you're like, oh, he had a good game. It's like, bro, if you watch the game, he played like shit the entire uh, game. Terrible. Yeah, so it's interesting that when they're down and it's like we don't, looks like we don't have a shot to win, he comes out and starts to play better. <clears throat> um, I don't know if that's just Nagy needs to let those cuffs. We've had this same conversation as well. Does Nagy need to just let the cuffs off of him early and let him just throw the ball early? Or I didn't stop? think I didn't think he was cuffed in that game. I didn't think he was cuffed in that game. I don't. I don't think that Nagy had him cuffed at all. If you look at some of those throws, he wasn't. He wasn't cuffed in that game at all, man. I mean, he was. He was still. He, he was throwing the ball downfield. He just wasn't getting it to anybody. So I don't think that Nagy needs to needs to take the cuffs off him or give him more freedom early on because all he's done is shown you that he can't handle that freedom and that he can't make the plays that are necessary, man. Like you said, for three quarters, it was terrible football. Right. He wasn't getting it done. He was overthrowing receivers. He was inaccurate. There was a lack of confidence. It's always bad when they go to the sidelines 
and they show the defensive players and the other guys comforting the receivers, right? So um, I think we might have lost Sean here, but Can you it's hear always, me? yeah, yeah, it's always okay. bad. <laughs> I think we lost your audio, but yeah. it's always bad when I'm sorry, but it's always bad when you look at the sidelines and you see the DBs. At one point, I saw some comforting Cole Komet. And a couple other guys, and it's like, yeah, we know your quarterback sucks, man. We're going to go out there. We're going to try to get you guys a win. Um, just hang in there. So, um, again, man, that, that was a bad look just overall um, for Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, it, it, we're not haters. We're not anti-Mitch Trubisky. We're just going to call it like we see it. And the fact of the matter is, like, though he looked good in the fourth quarter, you need the other three quarters of the game to win a football game. Um <clears throat> You can't just expect to have these crazy ass fourth quarter comebacks uh, define you as a football team. So, yeah, overall, man, played like shit. Does not look better. Not sure what they saw in the uh, in the offseason yeah. competition. And all it tells me is that Nick Foles must have been truly trash buckets in the offseason program. You still there? Yeah. So, um, I don't really know. And the thing with him, man, it's like when it's hard to sit up here and be like, well, this is what he needs to build on. And, you know, this was good and he can improve on that. It, it yeah, was yeah. just overall all bad. Where are we at here? Am I, am, am I getting me? my uh, am I getting my cow herd on right now? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah, I gave him some great bears insight. But yeah, yeah for him going um, the thing that worries about with me and it's kind of the same feeling that I felt last year. It's that when you look at, OK, what does he need to do going forward? There's so many things, right? There's so many things. And I don't think you you improve on what he needs to improve on on a week-to-week basis. The stuff that he needs to improve on can only happen in the offseason. And clearly over the last three offseasons, he hasn't made those improvements. Okay, so, my bad. I'm, yeah. back. I'm back full go now. My fault, G. I didn't mean to leave you hanging like oh, that. I, just, I kept it rolling, man. That was monologue. <laughs> you was doing your thing. So, some, my best, some of my best work. Yeah, um... 100%. Pretty much, yeah. All I talked about was uh, just you know going forward. What what's he gonna do, and well, how how do we how do we fix this, man? We can't. Well, this, this is the thing. This is our guy. It's um. And how bad was Nick Foles in the off season? How bad could he have possibly listen, been? Listen, listen. We won't even get into <laughs> Nick Foles because he's not the quarterback right now. But th- he never had a shot. Is what it seems like to me. Like. I don't know what else to say about it. He was kind of stacked up against him. They wanted to give Trubisky a shot. They gave him a shot, um, and that's where we're at. Because there's no way he's not a better quarterback than Mr. Trubisky. Mr. Trubisky is is very – hey, and let's get this straight. The Lions are garbage. Garbage defensively no, especially. The, they were, when they showed that stat, they were dead last in every single defensive category last year, and you were playing against seventh-string so, corners. So we should – like, let's get this straight. Like – I'm glad we won. Big W. Like, get the season off with a win. Any other team, for let's just, we'll just start with the division. They bury us. They lose, they lose their, uh, their best linebacker by one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Oh, him, yeah. That was, that was the Jamie Collins thing. Yeah. Him hitting yeah. the ref in the chest with his helmet. That was dumb. And did the ref flop? Sure. But you can't touch the ref at all. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying so, to right, you know, like prove. I don't I understand. He's trying to show you know what that reminds me of uh, one time I was I was something had happened. Right. And I was explaining something to a police officer about what had happened in the incident. And like I demonstrated to him how like what, what had happened. Right. 
And it was like one of those moments where like he was cool, so like shit didn't pop off. But he looked at me, he's like, "Look, man, like you ever do some shit like that again? Like right. I have to react. You can't come that close to me." And I was right. like, "My bad, bro. I was trying to show you what happened, but like right, yeah, you right, can't right. do it, man. Like yeah, you can't, you can't, do, you can't it, do that, bro." Yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing. Any other team, a majority of the league, you go down twenty three to six in the going into the fourth, you're dead. So. I'm not going to give this guy, Mitch Trubisky, a ton of credit for pulling pulling himself out of a hole that he dug was a was a major reason why we were down 23 to 6. Period. Um, nothing's changed about Mitch Trubisky. Every single question mark I had about number 10, I still have today. That's 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 where we're at. Yeah. And when we bump into a better folks, that is one of the worst teams in the NFC especially defense. It's the worst defensive team in the NFL. Yes. Like that. And they were down three corners and, and they were down three corners and, and we the were, linebacker <laughs> and we were anemic the first yeah. three quarters of the game. So did we get, did we get a little momentum and score a couple touchdowns in the fourth? Yeah, sure. Good W. Yes. W in the NFL is a W, but I don't want to hear anything about Strabisky's like the, like the one or none of that. Every question mark I had about Mitch, I still have. And, um, We'll continue to go forward. So where do you, let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you feel? Cause I heard some people actually say it was a good naggy game, which to me, I, I couldn't believe it, especially with the, with the play calling before halftime, um, that three and out before the, at the end of the first half was some of the most atrocious play calling I've ever, some of the worst situational football I've ever seen in my entire life. 14 seconds on three plays with a minute and a half left going into halftime. You give them the ball back and they score. Like, Honestly, <laughs> I, honestly, that, that, like I said, anybody but the Detroit Lions, that seals our fate. Yeah. Like, well, they still that, scored. I mean, they even they scored. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, like, you Bad make a mistake like, like that. that and give yeah. up some points before the half like that when For you no really reason. don't have to. Yeah. A, a good team, good football teams are, you're done. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it was bad. Um. Is the question was it a good Nagy game? Where yeah, how are you? How do you feel? So we had obviously question question marks about Nagy last year, especially the second half of the year, right? And his play calling. Yeah. Overall, where were you with Nagy in this game? Um, I know it's hard to rate with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback because a lot of plays that seem like they're good just can't be executed. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought it was an okay game. He that was a major mistake before the half. Um, I I like the mix of of the run he he didn't completely just come out i listen like we talk about all the time it like hurts his heart when a play when a running call comes out of his mouth he like yeah. can barely get it out of his mouth right uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like for for him to for him to give up some carries and um get our boy uh cordell patterson involved like he did came I think to play he, yeah, I think came he, to play. No, I not and for him, his willingness to get him involved and run the football and and be willing to you know straight up treat him like a running back, which is what um, he is. I don't. Yeah. I thought it was funny when that announcement came out over the office, like, "Oh, Cordero Patterson will be used exclusively at running back." I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure man hasn't caught a pass in five years. Yeah. Like he hasn't caught a pass. Kickoffs, right. Yeah, he hasn't caught a pass in South Carolina, so I think <laughs> he it wasn't news to him. <laughs> Right, but, so but he 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 came to play, man. I give him a game ball for sure. Yeah, so I was I was excited, and he did what he was supposed to do with a mix. Um, in the fourth quarter, it looked like he he called some stuff that 
Hey, he called plays that were working, and Mitch yeah. executed on them. So, I mean, it was an okay game. He he stuck with it. He he, he yeah, I, I, it's an okay game. He um, but there's still a couple mistakes that 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 before the half mistake was bad. Um, you can't do that in the NFL. Yeah, so it you was. Can't do that in the NFL. I'm not gonna say it was a good Nagy game, but it was a, it was an okay Nagy game. Where you at on the D? Um, it's suspect. Lack, um, of, lack of pass rush was glaring. Hey, to listen, me. listen, the their pass rush was non-existent. And non-existent. I know Khalil Mack is void of any slander, but he hasn't been around. I don't know where he is. I didn't see him the other night. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But yeah, he where was, is he? Was not in Detroit. Don't well, ask that, Khalil. We hey, and I'll say this: Akeem Hicks wasn't in Detroit either sure until wasn't. he got a sack. Yeah, he got one sack. He made one play. He wasn't really around either. I got um. Kenyon Perry in the chat said, will the Bears sign a nose tackle? Uh, probably not because we paid so much money for – I don't know if you mean well, like a, a, a big-time – Eddie Goldman was our nose tackle, right. and he he opted out. So he when, opted, he, right. when he opted out, does his salary count against us this year? Because he was making $8 million. So that is know. a good question because if yeah, we could we could 100%. We could use that eight. But you know what I think it is, man? I think those dudes are so valuable and they're extremely valuable in the NFL – um, and I don't think they're around. Like, who was the dude the Steelers had forever? They just kept paying him, put him in the middle. Was it Hayward? No, is it not Hayward? Some dude. It was that one of those nose tackles. You were talking about nose tackles. Yeah, but Hayward. those guys, you don't let you don't let them go in this defense. They're too valuable. Yeah, I agree. So, so I don't know if we can find him. I hope so, though. Yeah, sure. but it does look like we need some more depth. Quinn didn't play. Um, he was game time. Yeah, what happened uh, there? We I don't know. Uh, it was some type of injury. Lower lower body. Lower body. Lower okay. body injury. <laughs> um, so Robert Quinn didn't play. We needed the pass rush. The Yeah, I mean, the defense looks suspect, bro. Very Simple suspect. As that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I always back those guys because I do think the offense puts them in a lot of bad positions. Like before the half, they just they literally just walked off the field. That touchdown's not on them. Yeah, they had a 20-second yeah. break. And wa- walked right back on, and they were right back up to it. So, um. We'll see, man. We gotta we gotta get a pass rush going. Kyle Fuller's a dog. Um the rookie didn't really show me anything too too much, but Jalen Johnson? Yeah, Jalen. I thought he was okay. He was okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Eddie Jackson was back there doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eddie Jackson um, forced that pick, right? No, it was uh I don't know who got the tip on it. Okay. But no, yeah, Eddie was in the back, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> but either way, um oh, Jack. The defense needs to play better. And sure I does. know we never like to give them slander, but they need to play better, and um, they need to play better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we're going to – I understand we were in a dome and we were playing against a good offense, and, you know. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. We'll see. But, yeah, they need to play better. We need to get pressure on the quarterback. Pressure on the quarterback creates turnovers. That's where we really eat boys up. Um, And Kenyon Perry said Goldman's salary does not count against the cap. Okay. Which would make sense, right? Like, why would it count against the cap if he's he can say he's not going to play? So why would... But the $21 million that we're paying Nick Foles does count against the cap, correct? Yeah, that does count against the okay, cap. Okay, I just want to make sure. Let's <laughs> get that out there. <laughs> okay, any uh, any other any other comments on the Bears before we get over to, to Brady and the Buccaneers? Nope, just want to give a shout-out. Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, Cordero Patterson, um... O-line, obviously. Um, yeah, those are my game balls for sure. Guys that came out to play. Boy, then, A. Miller. Boy, A. Miller came out ready, 
focused. A lot of the problems that he had last year, which I think was due to like a lack of focus, it seemed like he's ready. He's trying to get the cheese in the offseason, it looks like. And Allen Robinson is a professional football player. Free A-Rob or get him a quarterback. Allen Robinson is a number one wide receiver. That's it. He he might not be – he's not in the ilk of DeAndre Hopkins and Julio. Well, who is? That's what I'm saying, right? So he's he's a number one wide out. Yeah, he's a number one wide out. Comes to play, busts his ass. So shout out to him. Um, But, yeah, overall, if I'm giving the Bears a grade, it's a C-. minus. Yeah. Yeah. Passed, but barely. C's get degrees, though. (laughs) C's C's are going to get us about four wins this year. Passed. Updated updated projections. My preseason projections were 3-13. and Updated prote- projections, three and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm not going there, but um, Enjoy very it. mediocre. Hey, savor, savor this one. Yeah, it's a very mediocre team. La- last call on W's for the. But Bears. you know what the funny thing is? I mean, what we got? We got the Giants next week. They looked like shit last night at home. Yeah, um, they, got, they got Saquon. So what? Professional football player. Um, they looked bad, so we got them at home next week. We should uh be able to get a W there. Next thing you know, we're two and zero. So we'll see. Optimistic. Let's optimistic. Let's <laughs> let's move over to uh Brady. Struggled. Well, didn't we talk about that? Didn't didn't you hear this on the No Catch Up podcast last week? He's not just going to show up in a new team with all new players in a new system in New Orleans and spray them. Like, yeah, nah. it's just not going to happen. Like, then we forgot that he was playing against the New Orleans Saints in the dome. Yeah, me and you had me and you had the Saints in the pickup. That, that was the easiest. That was, it was easy. It was yeah, free I money. Agree. I agree. Was it minus I three? Agree. If you get the Saints, like three, it was three, and, three, and, three and a half. Like, come yeah. on, stop it. Yeah, I listen, uh, man. At home, anything with the Saints. I'm comfortable with the Saints under six points at home, really, against pretty much against anybody. Whoever. doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. I don't care the team. Like, I will rock with the Saints if it's six and under all day. This is the thing, bro. Just if- like the Broncos last night. Give me points Give me points in, in, in mile high. I don't give a fuck if, if Drew Locke's at quarterback or not. That was easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well – Four missed field goals. I, I don't still. want. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I don't, know, I don't know if you should be puffing your chest like that. How, how do you miss? How do you miss it mile high? By the way, yo, he there's no air. He wasn't even. He wasn't even coming close. Hey, all them boys that left the Patriots just fell apart, huh? Bill's He's, like, I told, I told you guys. Told you, it's all me. <laughs> Goskowski, trash. Patri- Patriot way. Yeah. I knew we could let him go. He sucked. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> Brady, finish. Rich, terrible. <laughs> so. Um, listen, this was one of those games, especially in the pick them. And I took them, uh, personally just on a single. Yeah. This is one of those games where if the Bucks showed up and beat the saints in new Orleans fans or no fans, I was just going to take that L. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give up the three and, and Brady comes out with no preseason and is just throwing peas all over the place. Then I'll just take the L and, and keep it moving. You'll never be mad at that. Yeah, exactly. So it's a rule. That's a rule. Saints three and a half. Take it to the house. Yeah, three and a half is a funky number, but yeah, I, I'll take them to win in New Orleans uh, a lot of the time. Did you watch that game? Uh, parts of it. Yeah, I was kind of flipping between that and red zone. Camara looked good off the money. L- looked great off the um, money. Off the money. 
off the money. And then boys, but yo, I, I, I would, I need to see, uh, I need to see stats of people, what they, the stats look like coming off, like the first week off the bread, off the bread. Like they have to be sparkling. Yeah. Unless no, you hurt cousins. He walked, he walked in feeling great. Like sensational, sensational. So like Alvin, how you doing? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing Alvin? Great. I'm great. How are you? Uh, let me let me give you this. Do, do the Bucks? When do you l- let me ask you this actually? When do you start to panic? Period. On like when if I if you were a Bucks fan, when would you start to be worried? If uh if Brady comes out next week and struggles, when is your personal panic button when you think that a team is going to be good and all of a sudden it's week five and you're like oh my god maybe we're not good so are we to assume that there are actually fans of the tampa bay buccaneers yes (laughs) 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 i just want to make sure that there are Tampa bay bucks fans out there um man i think you never want to go down at oh two that's when you start to get you never want to go down oh two because at that point you're, you're you're way behind the eight ball and you're playing catch up just to get back to above five to 500, right? You got to win two straight to be at 500 at that point. You really got to get to three and two. Um, so I would never like to uh, drop that second game, especially if it's a second game where they look as bad as they did in the first game, because there's a lot of different, there's a lot of things they need to improve on. Um, overall, Brady didn't look comfortable. Um, and again, man, a lot of this was that hype. Like when they throw hyping up Gronk, I'm like, listen, man, Gronk, his last year in New England was finished. Like his body was broken down. They would they would save him up until like week thirteen and then let him go for the playoffs. But this wasn't some dude who was you know out here running a four or five number. and putting yeah. up crazy numbers and healthy. I mean, he was hurt. His body was he had to walk away from football. It wasn't just Bill Belichick. Like I think the Bill Belichick aspect gets to way too much credit as to why Gronk stopped playing. Uh, man no, was, I don't know about that. The man was falling apart. He'd been falling apart, yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. But um so that if they look bad like that again next week, I wonder how you kind of fix that just due to the lack of an offseason program and kind of building that continuity that you weren't able to do. Um, I think it's going to be hard for them. And that's why you see a team like the Saints rolling. If you're rolling in with what you had last year, you already built that continuity. When you're trying to put it together on the fly in a year like this, it's going to be tough for them. Now, they could easily come out next week and Brady tosses four touchdowns, and it looks great. But again, we're talking about a 43-year-old quarterback here who has been operating at a comfort level really for the past 10 years. And now you take him out of that. And yeah, again, been, new building. That. Yo, the guy he hands his suitcase to when he walks into the tunnel, it's a different guy. The valet is a different guy. The food is different. All that stuff, when you're talking about someone, and you, you look at him, he's very routine-based, right? Like, this is a routine-oriented person. You don't have yeah. that level of success if you're not operating off of a strict routine. I guarantee he wakes up every day at the same time, eats the same shit. So doing all that does throw off your routine, man. You know what I mean? It throws off the little equilibrium you got in your head or whatever. So I think that all that matters. And you can't just put together super teams in the NFL, man. It doesn't work that way. It's not hoops. It's not hoops, man. Yeah, it's, it's, hard, not it's, hoops. Hard, it's hard to do in basketball, but again, talent at the end of the day can trump a lot in the NBA. And NFL, it doesn't matter. You, less talented teams, Patriots have showed you, you don't necessarily need the most talented guys. You can out-scheme guys. And again, man, like they don't necessarily have that. And look, 
we all love Bruce Arians. Seems like a good guy. Has a lot of fun, but he hasn't won shit as a head coach. Yeah, you know, he has. It's not like he knows how to. It's not like Bruce Arians. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put this all together because I know what it takes. It's, he's still learning how to be a successful head coach too. So, um, all that man, I, I thought the hype was crazy on this team, and I didn't understand why. Like when they someone when they signed Fournette, someone was like, "Oh my God, is this the Warriors?" I'm like, "What are we talking about here?" This dude just got <laughs> he fucking get, cut. He got he cut from, get carries like yeah, that. he got cut from the worst team in the NFL. Like, what are he's we not, talking he's about? Not here? Even the best back on yeah, that he's team. he's okay. Like Leonard Fournette, he was great in college. Last, I mean, come on, man. He's what a good back. He's a fine back. He's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, you can find a, a, a couple other ones. They're all over the place. Okay, so we'll see how. I mean, where are you at? I mean, are you O two or does it need to be O three for you? Um. I've seen people come back from O2. Um, O2 is tough, but it depends how they look, bro. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> There's a lot of different O2s. Like, you could come out and say, so, like, say they lose next week, the Buccaneers. And it was a super tight game, but they they blew it at the end. I know it's still O2, but it's they lost to the Saints in New Orleans and then had a tough game and lost at home. So, O3 almost impossible to come back from forget about it it's almost impossible to come back from 03 so knowing you got to play the saints again 03 is tough especially when you're in a tough division like um like they're in like atlanta sucks but atlanta can't beat you atlanta, like on the right day on the right day they, they if they play well they'll beat you atlanta stinks they will put up 40 on you and will beat you 40 35 in a week just because they have a quarterback. They got skilled players. And yeah, they have they have a quarterback. Right, it sucks, but they have yeah. a quarterback. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no. I'm gonna, it's funny because every week the line against the Falcons is always like, man, I should give this up, but I but you don't because you're you, they're they're spooky. Can I see a question? Like weekly, the Falcons are spooky spooky on a weekly basis. Let me ask you a question: If he retires at the end of the year. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Fame quarterback? Absolutely fucking not. NFL MVP? Absolutely not. All right. For me? No. Let me ask you this then. Will, he make, will, he, will he make the Hall of Fame? Phillip Rivers is going to make the Hall of Fame. They, they love Probably. Phillip Rivers. Rivers stinks. So uh, Matt, look, Matt, Matt Ryan, 50,000 hey, passing okay, yards, listen. 323 touchdowns, 148 picks, uh, career passer rating of 94.6. I'm going to tell you this. this all, a lot of this hangs on Eli Manning. Eli's getting in. Eli has two Super Bowls and he's getting in, but people are talking. But like, there's some, there's people out there that don't think he should get in. Well, his overall career is not Hall of Fame worthy, but if you can get in the Hall of Fame for two games, two playoff runs, he's in there. Man, listen, he's Hall- in. Eli's of- being a Hall of Fame quarterback for me is like that's like the pinnacle of football, right? Of course, Philip Rivers, not for me. For what? For what? Why? Why? He doesn't own any records. He wins eight games every year. Doesn't do shit in the playoffs. Doesn't go to the Super Bowl. Why is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Runs around and yells a lot. Why would he be a Hall of Fame quarterback? Like, what not the criteria winning a lot of football games, winning championships, and putting up big, big, big-time numbers? So, well, wouldn't that, be Matt, Ryan? Ryan? Wouldn't that no, be Matt Ryan listen, then? Listen, do you know who you know who gets in the Super You know who gets in the Hall of Fame that doesn't win Super Bowls? Well, yeah, Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Those like these guys, th- like those were generational talents. That you know what I'm saying. Philip Rivers is not that, and, th- and this is me speaking for me. No, Philip Rivers is not that. Philip Rivers is not very good quarterback. Regular season, 
over a span. He had a couple teams that won 12 games. That's about it. Now, going through these Matt Ryan numbers, I don't know. He's going to be one of those people that people will look back at the numbers and be like, oh, he's a Hall of Famer. But if you actually live through the Matt Ryan experience, you know. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's actually exactly right. Yeah, like I've lived through the Matt Ryan experience. He has never scared me. You look like if 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 uh, some kid in London picked up the newspaper and read the Trubisky line, like, oh, Trubisky had a good-ass game. Great quarterback. He did not. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, those those conversations can go on forever, the Hall of Fame stuff, but no, nah, not for we, me. We, we need to get an ATL, ATL uh, representative on here that can come and tell us why Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer. He, I don't even, they don't even Does he get love? You think he gets love? Oh, he probably didn't even get love in the city like that. They don't love I'm you sure, like that. I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he gets a little like half and half. Yeah. Um, not like not like Drew Brees in New Orleans. He Matt Ryan can win you a Super Bowl with with he has to have a, a lot of help around him, just like anybody else. Apparently not. If you spot him 18 points, he still can't win you a Super Bowl. So a lot of, that was that was a lot of coaching. That's a whole different discussion. Yeah. But uh, but All yeah. Right. Um let's talk about the Ravens real quick before we get to this NBA, because the NBA we're probably gonna talk about for about 20 minutes. Um, can the Raven? Uh, can a team like the Ravens be underrated? Because that's how I feel. Um, I mean, there's so compared, much listen, hype on the Chiefs right now that, like, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Compared to how much love the Chiefs get, the Ravens don't get that love, and the Ravens smash motherfuckers all the time. But we talk about it all the time, man. And all the if you don't get it done in the playoffs, you're never gonna. It, it doesn't matter what sport it is. If you don't get it done in the playoffs, you're not gonna get talked about it like that. And the fact of the matter is, the last two years they've had great regular seasons. The last two years, Lamar Jackson's been lights out. And the last two years, they've went home after their first playoff game. Well, no, two years ago he wasn't lights out. He was still getting his feet together. He was really he, he was getting better. Yeah, he was getting better. He you knew, was, you, you, I mean, you knew you didn't see MVP last year coming, but you knew he was gonna. Yeah, but the questions about first, whether or not he was gonna be a, a successful NFL quarterback were getting answered. His first real season was last year. He won the MVP. He looked sensational last year. He looked really good the uh, the other day uh, in Cleveland. But um, you know my point. The fact if you're not winning in the playoffs, you're not gonna get that kind of love. Right, right. Um, but what I'm saying is, I think they might deserve it. I know Cleveland's kind of weak, but. 38 to 6, I think. Yeah, but Cleveland's trash. Yeah, but 38 to 6? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like as they as they should. Yeah. So man, they're deep, they're trouble. Um there's we there's tons of superlatives you could use for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They took care of business. You have any comments on the Browns and Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr.? Baker likes to give the ball to the other team, and that's a problem in the NFL. The talent's there. Um, I, I've I've always – his attitude to me hasn't been an issue. I like my quarterback to have some personality. Does he go a little too far? Probably. You know, I'm also was, big was, on, like, having success before you're an asshole. But. I was just going to say that his attitude is there and his game is not. Yeah. Like – I'm good with the attitude. Yeah, the attitude like, doesn't bother me. That's the kind of attitude you need to have. But, but he also, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you he also, sucks since last year. Yeah. You also can't turn the ball over and do what he did. And you know what it is, too, bro? It's really tough when you have a really good rookie year. And then you come out the following year and you look worse 
people all it's always attributed to like your mindset and you're doing too many commercials yeah and it's like when you have a bad rookie year, it's like ah he's a rookie and then year two you do well you're like ah see i told you he was gonna come on when you have a good rookie year and then you start doing commercials and start doing all this other shit and then we your, your second year your sophomore season you come out and you're not very good it's it's always contributed to like He's out in the street. He's doing right. too many commercials. It's like, it's like you gave away He's your you gym. gave away your mulligan by having a yeah, good rookie year, exactly. and you can't, you can't use it in year two. Exactly. Um, no, I would be so like we're talking about fan level concern. I would be at peak. I mean, if you're a Browns fan, you've been at peak concern your whole life. But <laughs> I would be at peak level concern of this isn't going to get any better. Um, it's just that that is deflating. And again, I don't see the people on that. I don't even know who their head. I really, for the life of me, have no idea who their head coach is. Yeah. Um, is it Ron Rivera? It's Ron Rivera. No, is it Ron, Ron Rivera? Rivera? Washington, Washington. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, have yeah, no yeah. idea who the Browns head coach is. Kevin yeah. Stefanski. Yeah, maybe. I don't I even think know. it's Kevin Stefanski who was the dude over at the Vikings. Um, yeah. Anyways, he's a nobody that's not going to be able to rally this team, so they're going <laughs> to end up going. He is the coach. Um, that guy looks like a clown. Um, they're going nowhere fast. But on the Ravens, yeah, for sure, man. I think. Um, all they can do is, again, handle what they got to handle in the regular season, but get to the playoffs and be ready to go. I think another bad playoff flame out. Um, it's going to be a rough offseason for Lamar. Yeah, it'll – I mean, they look tough, so we'll we'll see. And obviously – pulling for them, obviously. All I mean, these takes, it's early, but – yeah. You you want to get off to a good start, and guys like Baker, I know he's not in a new system with a new coach and stuff like that, but he just looks really poor. Looks um, terrible. Free OBJ. <laughs> Free OBJ. <laughs> how long Let's, before he? How long before he starts becoming a problem? Because you know he starts getting on the yeah. Mic. You know yeah, you know he's uh, he's 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 a little bit temperamental. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. He style, he, he continues to not get the rock and get overthrown. Hey man, at least that bad loss. Um, you know, takes away the story about him getting shit on his chest. <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of went by the wayside. It did. So we'll uh, we'll see. All right, let's move over to NBA. Bubble ball, bubble ball, bubble alert. Game seven. Um, game seven. Wow, how did we get here? The Clippers are up three one. Um, they are now not up three one. It's now three three. Game seven tonight. Um. They tried to sneak in game six because they thought the Clippers were just going to roll those boys. Like, yeah, we'll put this shit on at noon uh, for week one of the NFL. <laughs> in the middle of the slate. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's probably, if you want to talk about the worst slot in in history, go up against week one NFL noon kickoffs. Yeah, forget about it. No, that's, you're never, I don't know if anybody watched that. I had no idea that game was on. Yeah, so they tried to sneak that in, and the Clippers blew another 19-point lead. Um, they seemed to get lackadaisical. I had a conversation with our boy Jay Hollow with our Sports and Shoes TV. And I want to bring you in on this because I thought this was interesting. Does is it start is it time to look at Doc? Like, hey, what's going on here, bro? Like Dallas pushing y'all when they shouldn't have. Y'all are up. 18, 19, 20 points in multiple different games. Same thing with the Nuggets. And in your history, we've seen you blow a couple 3-1 leads. Is does some does, does more of this need to fall at Doc's feet? 
Or is it one of those things where he gets the W today? It's all forgotten about. I don't even, they shouldn't even be in this situation, right? Yeah, I don't think he feels heat only because he's, he's like, dude, I think in their like organizational hierarchy, he's like number two. Like, he's like the team president, not only the coach, he's the team, like, he's up there. Like, he is like, has a direct line to Balmer type shit. There's, there's nobody else that he needs to talk to to make any decisions. So I think he's safe. In that regard, but yeah, I mean, you, I, I always, it's on coaching, man. A lot of it's, I mean, it's on the players, right? You can't blow a 19 point lead and blame it on the coach all, all the way. But without having watched that game and knowing what specifically they were doing wrong, when I hear 19 point lead blown, it's like, yeah, coach didn't call the timeout when he needed to and readjust, didn't stop the bleeding, right? Um, didn't do something about who I'm assuming it was probably Jokic down the stretch, stretch just killing him. Um, yeah, that falls on Doc Rivers. The only flip side is like he does have a new team every single year. So again, when we talk about continuity, he doesn't necessarily have it with this squad. So I don't know if that washes away a 19 point um, <clears throat> comeback loss. But at the same time, like, I don't think he's gonna get fired at the end of the year if they lose tonight. Like, I think he's safe. Yeah, no, I, I don't, not, I don't see not, any situation in which they relieve him on his duties. But for, if you're asking, like, does he deserve some of the blame in this? Absolutely. Just like he deserves the credit if they win, so you can't it can't have it both ways. You can't be a great coach when you win and not not be there when you lose. So yeah, for sure, like yeah. he gets the blame on this. I'll say this: he definitely deserves some blame because they should not be in this situation. Um, I saw. I, listen, I saw it in the Dallas series. I've seen it in this series where they're up a boatload of points. Let me let me say this. I'll take let me take a step back. From what what I've seen from the Clippers is that when they give up, they'll be they can be up 18 points, give up two threes in a bucket and all of a sudden they're like in shambles. They don't know what to do. They 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 can't take a quick punch back. They they just like look lost and and they start to scramble. Um and Doc sits back and's like he's on that let them figure it out tip. Don't look at me for a timeout. Like, well, I'm not calling a timeout. Y'all better figure this shit out. That's that Phil Jackson. Yeah, but I don't understand. <clears throat> His team is not built like that, though. It's obvious. They've shown you multiple, multiple times in the Dallas series and in the Nuggets series that they will completely relinquish 15, 16, 17-point leads, and then now you're in a dogfight again. Forget about Hey, bro, forget about giving up 16-point leads. They're giving up 16-point leads and going down 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they lost by 13. Yeah, like it's not like it's not like they're blowing 15, 16-point leads and then losing the game by a bucket. These dudes are – this shit's a 30, 40 points flip. Yeah. So I think a lot of that could be helped with Doc coming in, timeout, slowing the ball down, be like, yo, listen, this is what we got to do. Hey, I'm going to say this. It's on him to do that, and God forbid Kawhi Leonard has a bad game. Like, he's not allowed to have a bad game. No, their, their team can't survive with him their having team, a bad game. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And Doc doesn't really help him with that when they're – when they, bro, you got to put these games away, period, point yeah. blank. And, hey, and mind you, tonight the Clippers might come out and win by 17, right? 
But you shouldn't even be in this situation. You shouldn't be getting pushed to an extra game. And like we said with the Lakers out over there relaxing, just waiting for y'all to show up. Yeah, Bron, Bron is super big, chilling, resting his 37-year-old body, loving every single fucking part of this. Yeah, exactly. And that was so two things. Number one, this was my problem with the Clippers all year and the love that they were getting. You so many people just thought it was yeah. a foregone conclusion that the Clippers were gonna roll. And I'm just like, yo, this team is brand new. This is a disjointed season, right? Again, I'll say it again, continuity, they have none. Um, and everybody just expected them to come in here and roll. And I was just like, yo, like pump the brakes a little bit. Number one, the Dallas series showed you when they play against a scrappy, resilient team that just doesn't give a fuck, like the Dallas Mavericks with Luka launching bombs from all over the place. And talking shit. And talking shit, they have a problem. When they play against an ultra-confident Denver Nuggets team with Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, is good. He, he'll, he's fine going two for 16. That's fine, as long as he gets his 16 up, right? Jokic, skilled big man. He's coming to play, right? Ready man, to go. He's so nice. Porter Jr. can get you a bucket when he wants to. He should really stop giving interviews, but he can get you a bucket <laughs> when, he wants, when, he, when he wants to. Like he's, he's wild, boy. Thanks. Um, yeah. So this and, and Mike Malone's a good coach. Like, he's a good coach. This is a scrappy, not your traditional scrappy team in which they're fighting and clawing, but they're offensively scrappy team. Because you see what I'm saying? Like, they're an offensively scrappy team, just like the Dallas Mavericks. And you can't let these teams hang around because a team like Denver can erase a 19-point deficit because they have the skilled players to do it. So, yeah, that's on Doc. That's on Doc, um, you know. And to your point, yeah, Kawhi Leonard cannot have a bad game. Paul George needs to have a big game. I would not be surprised at all if they lost tonight. Would not be. I'm not. It's not like I think. I think that the the, the projections on this series were crazy. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I probably should have had some action on Denver because they were giving them no shot. Um, and Denver, since we've got in the bubble, has been has been a scrappy offensive squad. Well, listen. Think about this. Since game one. Denver's coming off a of game seven at Utah, so they're gassed. Gassed. They play game one and they get blown out. Off a crazy Utah series, right? Like you don't crazy. recover that series in one day. And yeah, that's all like, they had. So they come out one day later, a day off, and then two days after the, the series concludes, they play one of the best teams in the league in the Clippers, and they get their doors blown off. Since then, I mean they've won three or four. Or yeah. three or five. So like they they showing you like what time it is. It's uh now you say that you wouldn't be surprised if they win, but what sh- what the line is seven. I looked at it. Yeah, I looked at the M plus two sixty, right? Uh, I believe I don't. I didn't look at the money line because I, I. Which is crazy. How I, are they still would, plus two sixty? What do you mean? Because you just said it themselves. They won three out of five games. Listen. It's a lot of hype. You, you know what a line is. Yeah. A line a line is to get even money on both sides. So like, yeah, so obviously, like yeah, you got they got folks <laughs> like you looking at Denver. No, I'm not touching. I'm not touching it. But it's just if I was, you know, that type of guy, two plus two sixty. <laughs> it's tasty. <laughs> it's tasty. It's uh. What do you I've, think happened? I've chilled. I've eaten. I ate off of uh Miami and Boston, so I'm good off this series. But um, I think the Clippers win. I think the Clippers blow the doors off of them if if you had to if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, but if they don't, um, there's not gonna be any shock in me for everything that we just talked about. 
It doesn't seem like this is a team that plays with urgency. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. If you're a Lakers fan, you better get your Nuggets shit on tonight. Oh, yeah. And be get your virtual fan on. Ron Knight might not be worried, though, man. Uh, yeah, They might not bro, be worried. They're disposing folks. They're disposing folks. They do not Just, want – they rather see the Nuggets of 10 course. out of 10 times than the Clippers. So of course. Of course. It. But they're, they're out here disposing folks. LeBron chilling. LeBron sitting back is a scary thing, man. It's just like every other playoffs. LeBron takes care of it in five and sits back and lets everybody else beat each other up. Yeah. It's the same story. It's so unnecessary. What, what more do we need to see? Why are we not talking more about the Lakers? It's just, it is crazy to me. It's so it's unnecessary. LeBron James, man. Every year it happens. He wins. You get scared because it's game one of whoever the fuck he's playing. It's kind of scary. It's like, oh, is this the year that LeBron is going to go? No, because the next four games they dominate and then he's sitting at the crib. Drinking a nice dry Italian. Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you right now? Lakers. Lakers <laughs> minus one fifty to win the title. I got them. I'm great. I got them at plus four fifty. So twice. So holla yeah. at me. It's all good, bro. I got nothing to worry about, man. Hey, I don't I'm know. Sh- about it. We'll see. I'm, it's okay. We haven't known we'll about see. it all year. Yeah, they we'll keep see. advancing. I'm happy. Reason, I'm confident with that. The Lakers is the Lakers is because of Rondo. If you really want to know, it's my favorite. It's my favorite point guard. All shout time. out, shout out, Rajon. <laughs> so yeah, hey. no. Let's let's see though, man. I really, um, I wouldn't. If someone told me they took the Nuggets at plus two sixty, I wouldn't look at them like they were crazy. I'd be like, you're you're a bold, you're a bold individual. Bold, yeah, bold, bold. You got heart. You're a lot of heart. Real quick, I know we're we're gonna we're running over time, but. We got to touch the Eastern Conference Finals real quick. Mm. Um, this should be a doozy. Love it. Um, coaching matchup, coaching just, yeah. My heart tells me Boston's a better team. Um, my heart tells me Boston is going to win the series. But my heart also is reminding me that Jimmy Butler on the other team. Not going. Still ain't got a haircut. Ain't shaved. Jimmy, Jimmy – <laughs> Jimmy is not going for this shit. Not at all. So, like, whatever he needs to do, if he needs to, if he needs to get in Jalen Brown's pocket, he will. He will. If he needs to uh, get in Jalen Brown's pocket or uh, Jason Tatum's pocket, he will. Available. Um, the only thing I think that can hurt Miami is that Marcus Smart is going to be in Goran Dragic ass. Ass, yeah. And yeah. Goran Dragic was a big part of why they beat up on Milwaukee. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, um, I think first off, you're 100% right on Jimmy Butler. He's 100% ready for this. Uh, he's available. And the, nice, the thing that I love about Jimmy is Jimmy can go three for 16 Fuck it, he'll go like three for twelve because he, he's not if he's if he's not shooting yeah. the ball well he'll stop shooting. Yeah, he was, but and still have a major impact on a basketball game, right? Like he does not need to score. Yep. He'll let other people score. He's going to play defense. He's going to make huge plays. He's going to bring the attitude, the toughness, the aggression. Jimmy Butler's handprints are all over this team. Like he is an Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley guy. His DNA is in this team. This team is scrappy. This team is extremely talented. They're deep and they're very well coached. Um, I see what you mean with Tatum. I see what you mean with Brown. Those guys are matchup nightmares. Marcus Smart is going to be ready to play. He's going to get in Dragic's ass. Um, but this is the but- thing. Like m- mentioning all those options makes me nervous for Miami because Jimmy is going to be gassed. 
and they 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 need Jimmy to score 15, yeah. 16 points. But they and got it, other guys. They got Gordon. They got Kendrick. If Ken, he's, he can dust Kendrick Nunn off the bench, Kendrick Nunn was a twenty point scorer in the regular season. Yeah. Kelly Olynyk is in the deep bench. Kelly Olynyk has made has had huge game sevens. He won a game seven for the Celtics against the Wizards a couple of years ago. So like when they when you start looking at Miami, they're pretty deep with guys they don't even use. So like Olynyk's one of those dudes in the right matchup. He can create a matchup problem for guys. Right. Miami has matchup problems, and Spo is a good coach. Like, that's the thing. He knows how to look at his lineup and say, okay, like, who would have thought out of nowhere he just started starting Dragic in the playoffs? Kendrick Nunn started the entire regular season. You get to the playoffs and suppose, like, you know what? Eh, let me pull up Goran right now. And, and it Nunn, changes and, their entire thing. And Nunn and, is cool. And it coming from Spolstra, I was just going to say, Nunn is like, bet. Fine. Like, okay. Hey, cool. let's like, let's I do what we got to do here. Um, and he might pull him out for this series and be like, hey, Jimmy's getting locked up. We need some instant offense. Kendrick Nunn, go in there and do your thing. Um, I'm not taking anything away from Boston either. Boston's got a whip, and Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. And I think Kimba is really the X factor in that series um, because I don't know who Miami has that's going to be able to lock up on Kimba. Can't that's what I, lock Kimba. Yeah, yeah. So Kimba's a gamer, and we know he's built for this. <laughs> Kimba locked Kimba. <laughs> yeah, Kimba, Kimba's built for this. Yeah. Um, but if I had to take mine, I'm, I'm going Miami in seven. I think we got seven hard-fought games. I think we have it's the a, best it's series a, of the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be. Uh, I was. I was gonna say it's gonna be great, Toronto, but it's gonna be really, really good. Where are you at? Um, I got Boston in seven as well. Okay. Um, or you said Miami? Miami, Miami I, I, seven, I, yeah. I got Boston in seven. Um, I want Jimmy Butler to win a title so bad. Yeah, me too. I would, I would just love them. <laughs> at least get to the finals. Oh my God! So much validation for him because I feel like he has been shat on by a lot of people for just wanting to go out and play hard and and. I don't want to hear anything about the attitude and none of that shit, dude. That yeah. dude, you go play with Car Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins and tell me how you feel. Right. Facts. Because Jimmy yeah. Butler is all heart. Those dudes are no heart. And he had to see that every day. Yeah, he's like, give me the fuck out of here. I'm going to go into practice and <laughs> dominate these guys and right. demand a trade. Right. <laughs> and so, now he's yeah. in Miami. Yeah, love it. I got and Boston bam. seven. Um, it's going to be a really good series, though. Just like we were excited to watch Toronto. <laughs> Um, and they that series gave us a bunch of fun ass moments. This yeah, is shout out to Toronto. Hey, salute the Toronto Raptors, man. Yeah, we got the salute coming up. So say and, that. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good series. I um I think at the end of the day, Boston has too many players that can get their own shot by themselves when it comes down to stretch and that are not afraid to take it. Jason Tatum, Kemba. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart is not he, – he's not your first option, but he's not scared. In his mind, he's your first option. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, for example, I think uh, for Miami, guys that are getting their own shot by themselves off the dribble are Goran Dragic. None, but he's young, never been in, like, this type of massive pressure spot. Jimmy. Jimmy. And and apparently, well, I don't know, man. Jay Crowder might be Dan Marley now, so I don't know maybe. what's up with Jay Crowder, man. <laughs> He's also got the greenest three point line I've yeah, ever seen in my Jay, life. He shoots Jay fifteen Crowder, threes a game. Jay Crowder might be uh might be Larry Bird now, so I don't maybe we, that's he, the X factor. I, I, I think he watched that episode of No Catch Up ever since I told Dude, him he wasn't a three since- and D guy. He's, he's been on fire. Ever since you said that, he's literally gone ballistic. Shout out, shout out our boy on Twitter who reminds me of this every day. <laughs> so, 
It'll be a good series, but I got Boston purely off. I think they got too many options on the offensive end when it comes down to the stretch and they need a basket. Um, that's the only reason. But it, Fair it, it, should be, it should be a good-ass series. Yep. Let's close the show. Give out some salutes. Show some love to some people. Uh, Nick, go ahead, man. You said you, you felt like you got something for uh, Toronto. Well, I got two. I got, yeah, I'll give you my first one. It's going to be the Toronto Raptors, the entire organization, Nick Nurse, um, all those guys, man, just scrappy team, hard fought team. I thought that they were done down 3 1, but this team came back, took it to seven games. Um, obviously, overmatched in that series, but man, shout out to them, man. Shout out to all those boys and shout out to Masai and shout out to Norman Powell, a gamer. I don't know where they find some of these guys. Um, it's classic organization, and that's the organization. When I watch that team play, um, that's where I want the Bulls to be. Just look at him, man. Like, no lottery picks and just dominating. And shout out Kyle Lowry. Give yeah. that man his flowers. Yeah, facts. He's such uh, a – He's just a gamer, dude. Listen, this is the thing. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna tell you because I agree with Lowry's. you. Give him your flowers. Give him his flowers, but – it's hard for the public to give him his flowers with all this extra shenanigans that he does. John Stockton got his flowers, and he was Mr. Extra Shenanigans. John Stockton, one of the best passing pure point guards ever. So, If, if Kyle Lowry was on your team, you would absolutely positively love him. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. But that flopping shit and the – and, I, you know, the, some of the dirty plays with undercutting people and doing that, it's real. Sure. And his complaining to the refs, that shit's real. The flopping is real. Um, but we can't I praise think, Marcus Smart in one big, breath. We can't praise Marcus Smart and then give Kyle Lowry shit for flopping. No, they both are terrible with that shit. It's ridiculous. And I think a big, massive reason why people hated and still hate LeBron was because they remember when his theatrics were starting to get a little ridiculous. He doesn't do it like he used to. There was times, when, bro, do you remember when LeBron used to get tapped and fall on the floor and shit? Yeah, yeah. It was like, bro, you weigh 270. Stop, Stop with this. this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but Kyle Lowry, problem. Gamer, anything they needed, he was he was going to do. He's so, a yeah. dog. Luke Kyle Lowry. Give me Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, and I'll, I'll win a title. Yeah, maybe. No cap. <laughs> and Bert's hands. Yeah, and Bert's hands. <laughs> Davis, just stand in the corner. <laughs> and Bert's hands. Bert's hands. Um, also, really quick, since we're on the Raptors, salute uh, Fred Van Vliet. Get um, pay that man. Hey, I was going to say, mission accomplished. The bread is on the way. So Healthy. Pay that man his hey, money. Hey, the bread. The, <laughs> it's on Fred, its way. The bread's on the way, sir. Hey, Fred going by the biggest crib in Rockford you ever seen in your Fred, life. Fred, enjoy, enjoy the summer or yeah. enjoy the, whatever this is, the off season, the fall. Yeah. The bread is on the way. So. It's on the way. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Salute Fred Van Vliet. Shout out to the 815. Yes. Uh, the money's on the way, sir. It's on the way. Well done. Masai, on, <laughs> Masai online. <too. laughs> is, this the, is this the Van Vliet residence? Van Vliet. Is, I'm looking for Fred yes, Van Vliet. This is Frederick. <laughs> yeah. The courier sent me. I'm looking for Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chaser Bank of America. <laughs> Can I, routing number, please. Routing number, please. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him, man. Hope he gets a big deal. He will get a big deal and uh, a gamer. And shout out to Toronto Raptors for 2020, man. Heart of a champion for sure. Um, great run. And I think they're going to be back next year. No problems. Yes. Salute for me. Salute Ron Rivera dealing with cancer, getting cancer treatment at half of an NFL game. Is Riverboat crazy. Ron. Um, 
didn't even give the halftime speech, couldn't, was getting treatment. They came back for him and won down 17-0. I think they gave up uh, – the they beat the Eagles 24-0 in the second half to win 24-17. Shout out, Ron Rivera. Salute, big dog. Get well soon. Hope everything goes well. That's all I got, man. You got another salute? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Shout out the bandana bandit, Kyler Murray, showing up in a big spot against the defending NFC champions. Yes. Big win. Another Knicks lock on the board. You know me and the Arizona Cardinals, baby. I see I see the Arizona Cardinals and the number I like, I, I just eat. They play. Um, yeah, they play. I, and I, I think Kyle, Kyler Murray is, is, is going to be a quarterback that's going to cover a lot of spreads this year. I just want to go ahead Give people some free game this year. Backdoor cover guy for sure. Um, yeah, big game by them, man. Big win. Um, huge fan of Kyler Murray. Obviously, huge fan of the black quarterback. Um, shout out DeAndre Hopkins. Shout out DeAndre Hopkins. 14 catches. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm very sick right now. Um, so, yeah, shout out shout out Kyler Murray, man. Get Not him Cliff Kingsbury, but shout out Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yes. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Shout out the Cardinals. Good W. Um, oh, one more salute. Uh, salute John Wall, man. Keep having fun, my boy. Keep uh keep uh <laughs> keep keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing whatever you want. You just had a good time, let, bro. Hey, 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 don't let the don't let these don't let these folks tell you tell you wrong. Just don't just don't and, be on my team. And if you ever get down on yourself, John, just remember you got 120 million still owed. It's all good. They can't they can't take that from you, baby. Bread's on the way. <laughs> it's on the way. On the way. Don't worry about it. Tell your boy stop recording you though. Yeah, real talk. Lame. Gee, what is that about? What bro? is that about? And posting on the internet. It's like, yeah, John has had a like, rough time already. Y'all know this guy is hurt and a superstar in the NBA. Like, keep I don't know, man. Keep your circle tight, but real. I, just I don't get it. I have I a hard time understanding because I've been around athletes and that shit would never cross it's my just, mind. Why would but you like, want to record? Yeah. I've been around athletes smoking tree, doing all types of shit, we, strip club, whatever you want. And nobody is recording and putting it on the internet. That is just like insane that that would even like yeah. happen. So, yeah. yeah John Wall is allowed to go out and have a good time, man. And uh, I also want to say, man, I'm big on the John Wall comeback season this year, man. Don't forget. Big year. How, don't forget. How, how quick they forget. Healthy John Wall. Problematic. How quick they forget healthy John Wall is problematic. Um, is you think is Brad Beal gonna give him his team back though? No, it's Brad Beal's team, but I mean John Wall's <laughs> gonna do his thing, you know. <laughs> it's Brad Beal's team now though. So isn't that, that, isn't that, that's, a, that's a whole another issue. But they got they got Davis right, or is Davis off the Wizards? Is he on the Spurs? Well, who is hey. Davis Bertans play for? Oh, he's a he's ready to he's i think it's a free agent that's why he opted out he's new oh he's yeah, yeah that's right he wasn't he's a free yeah. agent he saw the yeah, bread he's, he's not, like hold on i'm not coming back to i can't, I can't Washington. take this to orlando yeah, that's nah. too big nah okay i'm gonna go ahead and go back to euro i'm good um for big nick the quick i am your host sean little that's no catch up for what is it september 15th 2020 week two of the nfl is coming up we got game seven tonight make sure you lock in youtube iTunes, Spotify, subscribe, tell the homies. No catch up. Sports talk via Chicago. Let's get it.